I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Man, welcome in up on game. Myself, TJ Hushman Zada. And we got Mr. Kerry Rose filling in with us today. LeVar and Plex are out. We're live on the iHeartRadio app. You can tweet. Before I get going, you can tweet us at Who's Shady 4. Search up on game wherever you get your podcast. Kerry, what's your Twitter? And let, let the people know. Yeah, Twitter, you can go Carrie25Roads. And Instagram, we throw that out there too. It's just at Carrie Road. So that's so my handles. So if you like us, dislike us, shoot us a tweet, or, you know, you can shoot Carrie some on IG. But we are broadcasting live from Tyrec.com Studios. Tyrec.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping. Free Row has a protection over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Man, this Saturday, college football. Any time in the fall, Saturday comes around as college football Saturday, and we have whoo, a big game, a big game with huge implications, not only in the Big Ten, but in the national title picture mm-hmm. with Penn State and Ohio State. Penn State is ranked seventh, probably should be ranked a little bit higher. And Ohio State is third, and some will say, are they really the third best team in the country? But they are playing in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, the atmosphere, the environment is going to be crazy. Who do you like in this game and keys to victory each way? Yeah, I think um, I think Penn State likes where they are right now. I mean, they've played some games. They got one really good win over Iowa. And, you know, they're kind of flying under the radar. I think, you know, people get associated with, you know, when they think about Penn State as a team that runs, a team that plays defense. And, you know, they're not really explosive on um, on the perimeter when you think about Penn State historically. But this year I think that's a little different. I know they come at this game. I know they come into this game with a little bit more balance. They do have explosive weapons on the outside that can make big plays as well. So, and their defense is really good too. So I, I expect them to uh, 
you know, really take this personal. Um, like you said, like you said before, they probably should be a little higher. But I think they like where they are going into this game against Ohio State. And everybody knows about Ohio State and their weapons on the outside. And their defense has been pretty good as well. But I'm really looking forward to see what Penn State does today. I think they are the team that I feel will win this game, even in Ohio State. So I'm looking forward wow. to this game. Wow, that's that's bold. On the road, <laughs> uh, over 100,000 yeah. in attendance. This game, for me, at least for Ohio State, is happening, I wouldn't say at a good time, but it, new quarterback. After C.J. Stroud mm-hmm. gets drafted, the quarterback now has gotten some starts under his belt, six to be specific. Um, but the problem is Denzel Burke, their top corner, is out. Emeka mm-hmm. Ubuka, uh, he may possibly be out. I mean, game time decision, so we'll know here soon uh, right at kickoff. I just feel like Penn State may be the most underrated team in college football. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad LeVar's not here today because he know. would love to hear me say this. <laughs> I know. Penn State has, in my opinion, the number one pick on their roster as quarterback here in the next couple years. I believe he'll be the number one pick in the, in the NFL draft. They just – it's something about Penn State that – I just feel they're going to be extremely competitive, but, Uh-oh. but. Oh, you threw the butt out there. Yes. When, when you're playing on the road in that type of environment, it's hard to overcome it. You almost need all the bounces to go your way. Every questionable call to go your way. Mm-hmm. Ohio State has been there. They've done that. They – they expect to win just because of the type of success the guys before them have had. And Penn State has had a ton of success, but not at the level that Ohio State has had in the last, let's say what, just handful of years. And so yeah. playing on the road in, in that environment, um, I, I like Ohio State, but I Ubuka not playing – and now everything falls on Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. in the passing game. That, that's going to be – and Travion Henderson isn't playing. Yep. And so, you know, that that's a game-breaking running back. It, it's going to be tough. But when you are Ohio State, I mean, this is what you get four- and five-star recruits every single year. When, you know, a lot of these coaches, a lot of these teams, they, oh, so, you know, it's a next-man-up mentality. Mm-hmm. When you're at this type of school, that's very literal. Next-man-up because the next-man-up – is a four or five star. Right. So when you step in there, it can be no drop off. If this game was in state college, I would probably go with uh, Penn State. But because they're playing in Columbus, I like Ohio State. Their quarterback, Kyle McCord, you got to limit the turnovers. Um, I believe Ohio State has given up less than 10 points a game on defense. Penn State is slightly better. I believe Penn State's giving exactly. up eight, <laughs> eight points a game. Exactly. And, and so I look forward to a great game. Pray, you know, both teams and all the guys come out healthy. Uh, but I'm rolling with Ohio State. But you know what's funny what you just said, TJ? They they expect to come out and win because of who, who, who they are and the name on their jersey, on their chest, right? And I think there is some complacency, complacency there to me. I mean, seeing them play this season – you know, they've had some games where, I mean, obviously the, the, the final score has turned out to be, you know, pretty big in their favor. But 
I mean, a lot of these games, they were, you know, they they were they were dog fights. I mean, they had a game with Maryland where, I mean, they were down and looked and, like and, they were going to lose. Yeah, Maryland <laughs> had a chance, and you know, I mean, obviously, you know, they got a good quarterback over there, in Maryland, and you know, they had a chance to stay in it. But at the end of the day, they are better than Maryland, right? If they come into this game with that same mentality and and don't, you know, come out slow out the gates against Penn State, they can get beat by a couple of scores here, and that's what I feel. You know, you have a great point when you say early in the season, Ohio State just starting off sluggish, starting off slow, not not ready to play at the outset. I truly believe just just the quarterback, you just kind of getting comfortable, feeling comfortable, just playing. Mm-hmm. You know, not really wanting to make a mistake. So you, you, I wouldn't say you're taking it easy, but you're playing it safe, so to speak. And, and maybe the play calling can be a little different because they know. But now we're in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. We're undefeated. We can afford to take a loss. Not not this late. It, it's hard to take a loss this late, especially in conference. And so what you're saying, it holds a ton of merit. If the defense can play as stout as they've been playing, maybe you can afford to get off to a slow start offensively. But I, I don't know if – and not that I don't know. This Ohio State football team on offense is not as explosive as they've been in year, years past. Right. They still have the receivers that's going to go in the first round. Uh, Two of them again. And so each year, <laughs> Ohio State, they're putting out first-round receivers. Can the quarterback – step his level of play up can that offensive line step their level of play up because Penn State defensively may be the best team in the country yes and and, and so it's gonna be a battle of can Ohio State's offense outperform Penn State's defense and that will determine the winner right and and so it looks like Ekbuka is going to play so that does help him having a guy that many believe will be a first round draft pick now opposite Marvin Harrison. I'm not, I love these type of games. I just love the game of football period because you really get fired up. My nephew, I went, I went to a high school football game last night (laughs) and it literally came down to the last, it was last possession, Mm -hmm. literally last possession and one score game. My nephew's team won. The opposing coach I thought was crazy, Kerry. This is high school. And I'm not even going to say the school because I really thought the opposing coach lost the game. So yeah. I don't want to put him on blast like this. Yeah. This is high school football. The dude was kicking a 54-yard field goal to win the game. 54. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the coach, and it was like a minute 50 left. The coach went field goal block, and they roughed the kicker, ran him smooth over. No. Automatic first down, <laughs> and they score with like forty-five seconds. I'm, with nobody on the field, you not making a fifty-four-yard field goal in high school, and this dude sent an all-out field goal block. I felt that's where the coach um lost the game. But yeah, man, I I love the game of football. I love these competitive games. This environment. Um, did you ever? When you were in college playing these type of games with this many people, this uh, level of competitiveness? Yeah, I mean, I remember my uh, (laughs) – well, this level of competitiveness, eh, 
But we, <laughs> I remember my freshman year, we went down to Tallahassee when they were still humming mm. out there in Florida State. Crazy. I remember the chief coming out on the field on the horse and throwing throwing the uh, <laughs> throwing the spear down into the ground and the crowd going crazy. So yes, I've had that experience. I remember going down to the Orange Bowl when they were still humming as well in Miami on a on a Friday night. We were ranked, I think, 13th at the time, and they were three, and we were up 24 to seven at the half. Come out halftime. Devin Hester takes a punt to the crib, changes the momentum of the game, and they end up winning 34-31. But yeah, those games have definitely happened. The atmosphere, the atmosphere is crazy, and you know, I mean, that's and that's the whole point of it, man. I think. You know, if you get out to a good start, and we talked about Penn State earlier, like getting off getting off to a good start is going to be huge for them. If they can get that crowd out of the game and you start feeling those nerves and start getting anxious as the team that's supposed to win, then that's when that's when the, that's when we're really going to see what Ohio State really has today. Yeah, Devin Hester just doing <laughs> Devin Hester things. Man, it was crazy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, not not surprised. Yeah. We will we will take a break and we'll get back in uh We'll get into some NFL and just talk big game tomorrow. Dolphins, Eagles. Mm. Um, Trevor Lawrence is his Thursday night gym. Yep. Lions, Ravens. That's another big game. It's crazy. Lions. The Detroit Lions. You're the Lions. But yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get in. We'll get in that up on game. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Y'all stay locked in. Kerry Rhodes, TJ Ushmazada, up on game. Fox Sports Radio will be right back. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, the think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or... I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter, right? If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, rebounds, points, assists, and more. Track your picks and play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code UPONGAME for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code UPONGAME only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Welcome back in, Up On Game, live from the Tyrec.com studio. I'm TJ Hushman's out alongside Kerry Rhodes. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases. No fees, period. No fees, period at all. Check out eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit, discover.com, member FDIC. Now, let's get in to some NFL, but just before we do, let's touch back on this Ohio State-Penn State because we're, <laughs> we're watching. Yeah, Penn State gets the ball. They go three and out. Ohio State is now driving the ball in what very, at least in my opinion, little resistance mm-hmm. um, in field goal range. And if they can avoid any negative plays or turnovers, they seem to have three guarantees. So we'll keep you guys uh, updated on, on the score of this game and the flow of this game as we continue to do this show. But we will now get into what I believe is – one of two big NFL games, um, the Miami Dolphins, Tua, this high-powered offense against the Philadelphia Eagles, who arguably have one of the best rosters top to bottom in the National Football League. They play Sunday night. And so you got Tua, Mm -hmm. who came in to replace Jalen Hurts at Alabama in a national championship game leads them to victory going against each other, former college teammates, um, two of the better young quarterbacks in the league. Obviously, Jalen Hurts has accomplished much, much more um, thus far. Which team do you like this game? And just moving forward during the season uh, to get to the Super Bowl. Man, uh, this is an interesting question because I think right now, the team I take at this moment right now, to, I mean, especially to win this game, I'm going to take the Dolphins in this wow. game. Um, Philadelphia has been – it seems like they've been on cruise control. I think they got a, a rude awakening last week by my Jets. And, you know, I, I think they've been kind of just just going with the flow this season. And it happens a lot for teams that go to the Super Bowl. And you have that little Super Bowl hangover. Even though they didn't win, there's still, a, a, I think – a real a real thing around that Super Bowl hangover. And so you stated it. I mean, their roster is so good that they've been able to kind of find a way to win in these games. Um, but this game against Miami, I think Miami has a lot to prove. Their offense is super explosive, obviously. I mean, the, the best in the league to me right now. It, it, they can just 
beat you so many ways and deploy so many so many weapons on the field. So right now, I take Miami. I mean, again, Philadelphia is going to be fine, I think, as this year moves on. But at this moment, they just there's there's not much about them that's making me feel good about picking them to win this game. It's really crazy. You said the Eagles uh, basically got put in their place by your Jets last week. So to me, when that happens, you come into the following week with such a sense of focus Mm -hmm. and renewed energy just because you lost to a team that many felt you would beat. You lost to a team that hasn't had the type of success that you've had. So now you come into this week locked in, focused, not only because of that loss, but because of the challenge that the Dolphins are going to present. And so your your sense of awareness, you, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. You go into that Wednesday morning meeting, and when you're playing a good team, the coach going to get up, the head coach, and he, he's going to talk about whatever he talks about. A lot of it is let's move on, but – Let's not forget what just happened to us last week. Right. And, and so to me, that, that that sense of awareness, that, that sense of we got to lock in is right away in that first meeting on Wednesday. And then when you when you go to uh, offense, defense, each coordinator is really going to emphasize what the head coach emphasized in a team meeting. Mm-hmm. And then you split up and go individual. Your position coach is really going to emphasize what the head coach and the coordinator. And so now you're getting it all week that we got to lock in, not only because we just lost to the Jets, but because we're playing the Miami Dolphins, who from an offensive perspective right now is the best offense we've seen in the league in history from the amount of yards they're putting up per game. You have by far and away the fastest team we've ever seen with, with, with those guys, Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Mostert, A-Chain, even though he's injured, right. they have so much speed. And I didn't even – Claypool, a big dude that can just flat-out run if he gets an opportunity. So I believe coming off that L in the sense of the coaches putting the pressure on them to perform this week as opposed to the way they played last week – the Eagles going to be locked in. The mm-hmm. Eagles going to be ready to play. And this game is being played in Philadelphia. What is what is the weather going to be like for a team coming from South Beach? Uh, <laughs> you know, it, uh-huh. that's one of those things that you don't know. You would say NFL. We'll, we'll play in any weather. We may not like it, but we'll pretty much play in any weather. And I, and I don't think people realize, like – you know, being a professional athlete, uh, I want to play in warm weather all the time. If it's cold, you know, we're we going to psych ourselves out and we're going to get out there and make it happen. And, and so that that may play a factor as well. Me personally, I, I believe the Eagles will bounce back. Mm-hmm. Very, very rarely in the National Football League do you see a really good team lose two games in a row unless one of their better players are injured and – the Eagles look to be fine. And, and so I'm a roll with the Eagles because of everything that I just said. I'm eager to see how does the Philly defense match up mm-hmm. with the Dolphins offense. Do not 
press them. Uh, just you play better, them you off. Better not, you better not and press if, them. Hey, and if you, <laughs> hey, hey, Carrie, if you do press them, uh-huh. you better have two safeties over the top. Yes. No, now, we can press them. It, we can't press in a single high defense. We got to press with a two high safety look. If we press in, in a single high safety look, uh, that's not a good recipe for success. You know, TJ, you know what, what you're saying right now, they, I don't think they can do consistently. And that's the, that's the problem that Miami poses as an offense. They're fine running the ball, too. As, as much as we think that they're high, you know, you know, high up tempo, throw it over the top, make big plays, which they are. Their running backs eat too, and so I think by design, I think Mike McDaniel's does <laughs> the best job in the league of putting his players in the position to succeed. And if they're going to try to, if they are going to try to press and have two safeties deep, they're going to they're, they're not going to be able to just stop the run with those seven in the box. So that's going to be the issue, and that's the issue that that Miami causes for all teams because they're just they're really well coached on offense, and so. They're also able to take what they get, what the defense gives them, and with all the weapons they have. And, and, and you're right about Philadelphia; they're going to be ready to play. I'm not doubting them being ready to play. I just think that Miami has a few more horses in in this fight right now, and I just think at this moment they're they're going to get it done. Now, when when you're when you're the Eagles, we we talking football talk here now. Yes, sir. When you have a Jordan Davis and a Jalen Carter. Yep up front, uh-huh. at times you can stop the run with a too high safety because those guys – Jalen Carter is right now the defensive rookie of the year. Uh-huh. And so when you have those – I didn't even bring up Fletcher Cox. Nope. So when you have those guys <laughs> up yeah. front, yeah. you are going to be able to stop the run and keep more guys on the back end in coverage, at least from what I see and what I've seen watching these games. And, that, and that's why you draft those guys. Yeah. I got to be able to be stout in the run game. And so if the Eagles are successful with a too high safety look and still able to stop the run with six in the box. Yes, that would be huge. Now it presents problems. But Miami, that off – I just – I go back to the way the Bills, they really slowed the Dolphins down. I know it's a divisional opponent. Right. Um, but this is copycat league. A lot of people are going to watch that game and say, what did Buffalo do to slow them down? What did Buffalo show them that gave the Dolphins such a problem? And if you have similar personnel, Mm -hmm. you're going to try to mimic that. And so that will be interesting. I like the Eagles, obviously. Uh, More so, good team. Very rarely are we going to lose two in a row. Yep. and you're going to be ready to play this game. And so I'm looking forward to the game. I will be tuned in um, like I am to all these games because, like I said earlier, I don't just like football. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it, it, it. It's giving me every – I mean, football is the reason you and I are both um, speaking to the people. A thousand percent. The reason yeah. we are on this show. And so I look forward to a great game. But we got to see what our man, Isaac Loincron, Alo, what you got for us, what you looking forward to. 
Looking forward to everything going on at the Horseshoe right now. They're just getting started. 9.20 left to play in the opening quarter. It's number three, Ohio State, leading seventh-ranked Penn State 3 to nothing on a 33-yard field goal by Jaden Fielding. Both teams 6-0 overall and 3-0 in the Big Ten. Number six, Oklahoma and Central Florida are scoreless with eight and a half remaining in the first quarter. The Sooners also 6-0. Number 22, Air Force, scoreless at Navy with five minutes left to play in the first quarter. In the NFL, the Detroit Lions have just announced that receiver Marvin Jones will not play tomorrow at Baltimore due to personal reasons, while cornerback Jerry Jacobs has been added to the injury report due to a knee injury he's officially listed as questionable. The Pittsburgh Steelers today placed tight end Pat Freyermuth on injured reserve with a hamstring injury and activated receiver Deontay Johnson from injured reserve. Finally, a scary story. TMZ reports that Los Angeles Rams receiver Demarcus Robinson is okay after being robbed at gunpoint early Friday morning of over $100,000 worth of jewelry outside of a Los Angeles area hotel. Cops are investigating. No arrests have been made as of yet. Fellas, back to you. Man, you got to stop hey, wearing man, all that jewelry, man. Listen, listen, man. This this, this where. Where, where, where you live, Kerry? You live out here? I'm in L.A., in, yeah. When, when I'm, I, I'm in the Valley. Like, I don't understand, man. These guys just think it's really sweet out here, man. Like, <laughs> and it's not just L.A. Of course. It's everywhere you go, man. Like, people are looking to take what you've worked hard for. Man, and, 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 and oh, my, my bad, TJ. And, 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 at, and at this time, man, where people are really starving for everything, man, it's just... This is not smart, but obviously we hope he's okay and doing well and, you know, yeah. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah. Now, this is a thing, and I I be t- – like, we come from – and when I say we, a lot of the players in the league come from uh, low-income backgrounds. And right. so we think we, – we think – I say we because I'm, you know, speaking yeah. like I'm part of it. Yeah. We, we think we're bulletproof and we're untouchable, so to speak, right? Yep. And, oh, ain't nobody running up on me. Ain't nobody going to take what I have. I tell these guys all the time, just hire security, man. Yep. Hire security. Hire security. That $1,000 is going to save you a lot of headache, turmoil, your health, possibly your life. Right. Hire security. Arm security. You ain't no punk. By hiring security, you're looking out for your safety because there's so many jealous people. Man. (laughs) <laughs> they, you got off your butt and you worked hard enough to make it to where you are. Right. And they didn't do that. So they want the easy way out and they want to take your stuff. Nah, hire security. And I keep telling them, all these kids that I deal with, these young men, they're not kids, they're young men. Right. Hire security. Um, if y'all need help, holler at your boy, man. I'm out here. I get y'all security, man. Have you ready to go? Ain't nobody running up on you. <laughs> exactly. Now, and again, hopefully... Uh, Demarcus Robinson and all the young fellas out there, man, y'all safe. Enjoy the fu- fruits of your labor, but you you got to be careful. You got a hundred thousand dollars in jury. I don't carry this. Just me. <laughs> I don't care what anybody else has. I've never had a hundred thousand dollars in jury in my life. Me, ne- Le- me neither. No. Like no 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 no. I've never bought a hundred thousand. I said a hundred million. A hundred thousand, but no. I've never bought a hundred thousand dollars in jewelry in my life, let alone wearing it. Like what? TJ, never. 
<laughs> no, but it, 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 I mean, I, I, I would be. I was on the uh, on your one of your, on your former teammate Chad Johnson's uh, game plan. I would definitely wear a, a, a little a little fake hey, stuff here and there. Hey, but. Kerry, but you know, <laughs> hey, Kerry, as a youngster say, you know when Chad be saying that, you know that's cap, right? That's cap. <laughs> like, but see, Chad says so many things with a straight face that yeah. people actually they actually believe him. They do. <laughs> He says so many things with a straight face that people think he's telling the truth, and it is a complete lie. But hey, if they believe it, go ahead and believe it. But me, on the other hand, Kerry, I promise, I'm not buying no jewelry for what? I'm not wasting that money. I got four kids, man. So if y'all see me with anything on, man, my stuff's straight fake, for real, for real. Like, so... But I, running up on me is not is not yeah, the smartest not, thing to do either. It, though. Not worth it. It's not smart. <laughs> I mean, so again, man, wish wish Demarcus Robinson the best. I hope again that just mentally, mentally, that that, that doesn't exactly scar him. exactly. Um, but you got to move cautiously. Just in any city, it's not just L.A. Any city you in, you must move cautiously. And if you do want to go out and be flossy and. Just hire security. Yeah, it's very simple. Hire security. Um, let, let's get in. Let's get back to football. So that that was our life lessons out here in LA and just in other <laughs> cities. Hire security if you're gonna have uh, that type of personal belongings on yourself, because um, people they they want to take it. Yeah. Now Alo went into the lines. Marvin Jones has a personal problem. He will not be playing. Tomorrow on the Ravens Lions game, the Lions have been. I think many people thought the Lions would have a good season. Yeah, not the type of season to where you could argue, at worst, they may be a top two team in the NFC. Yeah, I think everybody thought it was a two team race between the Eagles and the Niners, with the Cowboys being the third team mm-hmm. and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Now, thus far in the season, like I said, you can make an argument the Lions are a top two team. Now, do you think that's the case? Top two team in the NFC, do you think that's the case? And what do the Ravens need to do offensively Yeah. to take a step forward so that they could be more of a complete team? Or are they already there? You know, it's funny. The The Lions definitely, definitely right now are a top two team in, in, in the NFC. I mean, and that's because, I mean, in my rankings right now, I would have the 49ers one, Detroit two, and the Eagles three. And so that's just right now. And and that's where I see it right now. I mean, Detroit's been, you know, really, you know, <laughs> we've been drinking the Kool-Aid, but I think they've also been drinking the Kool-Aid as a team. They really rally behind their coach, Dan Campbell. And, you know, you, you talk about identities and identities as a football team. He's changed that identity. I mean, it's it's been a hundred, it's been a, a 360 degree change, man. And so, to see those guys come back and buy into what he's teaching and also apply that to the football field has just been beautiful to see. Defensively, they've been better with, with, with Aaron Glenn and that defensive unit. And just, you know, Jared Goff is playing at an MVP level right now. And so as a whole, that team has been really complete. And, you know, I I, I am excited for those guys. It's been so long for them and, and, and you know, their football futility has been well documented, but now they – have a chance to compete and do really big things. So I'm impressed by them and I'm happy for those guys. And we switching it switching the pace and going to Baltimore, man. Baltimore is such a funny team, man. They are they seem like a complete team. They have all the weapons they need now. They have explosive players on the outside. 
good running game, good quarterback, defense is good. It's just they have these weird moments in games, man, where it's just these mental lapses. They'll have a fumble here, a drop pass here, a hold in here that stops drive. They'll, they'll move the ball down the field, all the way down the field, and just end up having to kick three. If they get to the point when they get to the red zone, they're able to cash in and turn these threes into touchdowns. I mean, they'll be one of the top teams in the AFC. But until then, they're going to be middle of the pack. They're going to be good enough to make the playoffs and and be out in the first round. But they have to figure out something about their red zone offense and being able to put the ball in the end zone and not kick threes. And I think that's the problem with, uh, with Baltimore so far. Yeah, Baltimore, the, the receivers for sure have had a problem just holding on to the ball and catching it. Like, and that really is an odd statement that I'm making because you don't normally see a ton of drops in the National Football League from receivers where, where we've made it to the highest of levels. And so dropping the ball is not one of the reasons we've made it to where we're at. And so they do need to clean that up. But – when I go and look at the Lions, offensively, man, Ben Johnson is just a phenomenal play caller. And I, and I don't know what type of impact or input Dan Campbell has in each game plan. Obviously, you're the head coach. You have some. But what what is exactly your, your footprint on that? Ben Johnson is a really good play caller. Jared Goff is – I guess you could say he's reinvented himself. Mm -hmm. Um, People thought he was washed when the Rams let him go. Mm -hmm. One of the better quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. And then you go to the defensive side of the ball. We got Aaron Glenn, who was one of the better players, Mm -hmm. a little older than us, but kind of somewhat in our air, played against him, uh, was a really good DB, smaller. Yeah. He has that defense rolling and last year they they were they were struggling a bit, and then they fired the defensive back coach Ambry Thomas, and it was like they just took off, and, and so they are a complete team, offensively and defensively. They play tough, they play hard, they compete. Oh, that sounds like the way their head coach approached the game when he played. Yep, and, and so they've taken the identity of Dan Campbell, no give. No surrender. Um, you punch us in the mouth, you're going to get punched right back in the mouth. And, and so that's how they approach the game. If I had to pick a winner, I would go with the Ravens just because it's a home game. Yeah. But to me, this is a one-possession, field goal type of game. Um, but I look forward to a good game tomorrow. But that that would be my prediction. And we're in the final stretch to get tickets to horse racing's biggest moment of the year. The world's best are headed to Santa Anita for the Breeders' Cup World Championships on November 3rd and 4th. The countdown begins now. Get tickets today at BreedersCup.com. Up on game, Fox Sports Radio. I'm TJ Hushmanzada. Alongside Kerry Rose, we must take a break. We'll be right back. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. 
But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in Up On Game, live from the Tyrec.com studio. I'm TJ Hushmanzada alongside Kerry Rose, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let's give you an update. Like I said, I would in this Penn State, Ohio State game. Penn State has now tied the game. We have a 3-3 game with just under five minutes uh, remaining in the first quarter. Thursday night, uh, the golden boy, Trevor Lawrence, despite being injured, mm-hmm. leads the Jags to a victory. And I don't know what's going on with the Saints, and we really won't get into the Saints unless you <laughs> want to get into the Saints. Um but Trevor Lawrence showed a lot of moxie, a lot of just a lot of toughness and competitiveness. And you can tell early on the knee was bothering him. Went out there and led his team to a big victory. And the Jags didn't start the season great, but they've rebounded and they've played. I, going over to uh, London, I, that was their get right. They yeah. that got them right. They went over to London, won two games and. Now they are rolling. Um, thoughts on the Jags? And, and if you want to chime in on what the Saints are, you're free to do as well. Yeah, I think Jacksonville definitely has figured it out. And I think the the most surprising part about them having to figure it out was 
they weren't they weren't really playing really good offense, and so that was the 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 surprise. I think a lot of teams and a lot of people and a lot of pundits thought that would be their strong suit, right? I mean, you have, like you said before, the golden boy Trevor Lawrence coming back from a successful year last year and started to pick up some steam as the season went on last year and into the playoffs and played really well. So we're expecting their offense to come out and be humming, but took them some, took them some time to get their footing and. Now they seem to have figured it out on offense. And I think as far as Trevor Lawrence goes here, he's starting to look like Trevor Lawrence of last year. And I think he's also now been able to win over his team with the game and the performance that he had this past Thursday. It wasn't all clean. He wasn't super healthy. He came into the game and gutted one out. And not just gutted it out, but made a lot of plays in that game to win them that game. I think those are the type of games that you can build on as a quarterback, as a leader. And I think that was the beautiful part about seeing his performance Thursday. I mean, he's had more yards before. He's had more touchdowns before, I'm sure. And But for him to come out and be gutsy and be a tough leader and get them over the hump was one of his most uh, – one of his one of the best performances I've seen from him uh, to date. Yeah, I agree. J- just the, when you play a Thursday night game – Yeah and you injured yourself on Sunday and you play the type of way that he played, you have no choice but to stand up, clap, give him his congratulations. Mm -hmm. I believe that was the longest run of his career (laughs) and he was injured. And so that to me, that goes a long way in the locker room. The guys are going to see. They know how he was probably hobbling around the facility during the week to get out there and tough it out and, and play and then use your athleticism. Because Trevor Lawrence, I don't know if you've seen him, Trevor Lawrence is a big boy. He's big. <laughs> that dude is huge. Yeah, and and yeah. so to tough it out in that situation, because it's such a short week in the Thursday night game, now on the back end, he'll he'll get some time to rest. He should be better next week. But, yeah, he, he showed a ton of want to for for his teammates in, in that team. And so I, I don't know what to make of the Saints. I thought the Saints would win that division. I thought they had the best quarterback in the division in Carr. It, it, just not the same player. The, the, but you got it. You give the Jacksonville Jaguars their credit. You give Trevor Lawrence their credit. Yeah. And uh, our first hour is done. We will be right back. TJ Hushmanzada. Kerry Rhodes, ump on game. And I'm before we go, man, Kyle McCord is missing a lot of guys in this game and man-to-man coverage at Penn State is playing. But we'll discuss that <laughs> when we get back. Up on game, Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.